Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's Calico. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Say you get booked for crumbs And my era smack call like fly to me if you want to buzz But I did hit that road Alright, today we got Calico jumping off the porch with us today What up though? What's the deal, man? What's going on with your game? Everything good, good for to be sure. here Appreciate for y'all sure, man. It's a pleasure to have you on the porch with us today For sure So let me ask you How do you feel 2021 went for you as a year, man? Um <clears throat> Well, I was uh, I was busy in battle rap, I was I was real busy in battle rap at 21, man. And I feel like it was a really good year. Um, had some really big battles, some really good battles. You know what I'm saying? I battled Hitman Holla, I battled Sue Surf, and I battled Geechee Gotti, all in in 2021. So I feel like that was a um, it was a good year for for me and, and my team. That's real. So what do you feel is coming 2022? Um, well, I'm dropping an album, Heavy Press. I'm dropping that. Um, I got something. I got something special for that. Also, it's gonna be like um, some some fans gonna be able to get some some um, personal things, you know, with this album. Uh, the way I'm doing it, you know, you're gonna be able to get it on a digital outlets also. But you know, for the for the core fans and the you know the ones that want to support something different, you know, I got a, I got a nice little package for them for the Heavy Press album, you know, and it's gonna, um, it's gonna be good for the people. I feel like it's gonna be something that they appreciate. That's real. So how often do you get a chance to come out here to Atlanta? It's like your second home, huh? Yeah, man, Atlanta, I got a, I got, I got a spot in Atlanta, so I'm always down here a lot, you know what I'm saying, back and forth to Detroit, um, Atlanta, you know, I'm down here writing music and everything, so it's just, I'm working down here, so <clears throat> it'd be making more sense to spend, you know, a couple weeks at a time here. No, that's real. So for those who wouldn't know though, how would you describe life back at home in Detroit? Detroit, man. Every time I land in the city, like, everybody know I'm, uh, like when they text me, hey, where you at? I'm in the jungle. It's a jungle, bro. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's a jungle, bro. Lions, hyenas, snakes, everything, rats. It's a jungle. It's really like that too. It ain't even on, on no, like trying to make a nigga sound no type of way. 
that shit real out there. You gotta you gotta tap in with the right people and you gotta move around the right way. Other than that, <laughs> I have to say all of that. It's the most beautiful place. <laughs> I swear. Like yeah. you go you gonna have the best time of your life in Detroit if you just tap in with the right people. Yeah. I thought you. Was, I thought you were gonna spit something else. I'm oh like, no, no, no! Now nah, you just—that's—that's that's really that's—that's that's Detroit. Yeah. Tap in with the right people, and it's beautiful. Yeah. You just think it's just hunky dory and want to just fly to Detroit because you like a couple rappers or you don't know nobody. It could get ugly. Yeah. And it could be beautiful too. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't know, know how it's gonna turn out. For it's just—it's like it's a jungle. I feel you that. might walk through the jungle. You, no lion might not attack you. No hyena might not attack you. But you know what? It, you know how it could get. Yeah. It could get gory out there in the jungle. No, that's real. So how would you describe your childhood up out there? My childhood, man, it was, you know, growing up, I just felt like I had the best childhood. You know what I'm saying? You get, you, you become an adult and realize like what was really going on. You'd be like, damn, it's a lot of shit going on. You know, for a seven year old, an eight year old, a nine year old, a 10 year old, it's a lot of shit going on. You know what I'm saying? But it was really just the lifestyle that niggas was born into, that everybody was born into. That's where from. That's from where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? It be, it's it's the it's the norm. And then when you when you move and live other places, you be like, damn, that shit not regular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's where that's where I'm at with it right now. That's real. You know. You tapped into that BMF series. Definitely. Fucking with it. Definitely, I fuck with the BMF series. That shit is. That shit is, the BMF series is beautiful, bro. Beautiful, not only for the family, but for the city. It's beautiful, bro. And it's, and it's, and they, and they keeping it so 100 in there. It's like, it's really letting the world get a peek at what's, what's, what goes on. In Detroit. In the eighties. This is yeah. in the eighties. And this is like real life shit though. Yeah. Like we can relate to it. And I ask you that because you often mention a lot in your battle raps and in your music, that BMF is a part of your life. So how would you describe the BMF or what you knew it for? What, how would you describe the impact of the city for what you knew it as? Man, all I know is when I was growing up, bro, I, I, I had finally, around like 12 or 13, I had finally got my trip out for the summer. You know what I'm saying? Um, I walked into some shit that I just was like, no, this shit, this shit, this shit ain't real. Yeah. No way. No way this your house. No way this your car. No way this your, you know what I'm saying? And it was just some, it was like some shit where a 14-year-old boy walking past niggas that he see on TV every day and they are idolizing the people I'm with. You know what I'm saying? I, I see, like, I, I still got a relationship with Alan Iverson to this day. You know what I'm saying? But just people that was tapped in way back then, you know what I'm saying? It'd just be like, I used to see people walk up and be like, damn, and commend the people that I was walking with. So it kind of put my mindset a little different. That's how, I, that's how I feel about it. That's real as hell. It made me attack life with a different kind of mindset. Yeah. Like shit was attainable. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? That's real shit, though. And, and I always had the guidance to, to realize that this shit is attainable legally for my generation. You know what I'm saying? Like, it may not have been attainable legally for that generation, but yeah. this generation, you got to get it the right way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. I'm on the journey right now. No, for real. <laughs> like with the spotlight being on Detroit overall, just with the music right now, how that make you feel though too? Cause Detroit is on a whole nother one. Man, I just, I just really think trick trick, bro. Like I see what's happening, bro, but this is, this is a domino effect, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is what trick was telling niggas years ago when he was saying, don't fucking come here. If you ain't tapping in, you can't perform here. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't saying give me a feature. He was saying give somebody a feature from the city. Work with somebody when you come here picking up $200,000 for a show. Tap in, we got talent. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm watching it pay off. Like, I, I, I feel like he kicked the dough down, literally. I watched him kick it down. Yeah. Why do you feel they held nuts on Detroit for so long? It's a small city, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, don't nobody, don't nobody say nothing good about Detroit. Like, what, what was it to like about Detroit? The Lions losing every fucking game. <laughs> we had some luck with the Pistons, you know what I'm saying? That when the Pistons was with it, our rappers was with it. Blade Icewood, Rock Bottom. You know what I'm saying? We we need to we now we just turning up with the rappers. We gonna make the athletes win now. <laughs> yeah, now that's crazy that you said it. That's the craziest thing, the craziest really shit ever. For real. It's Since De Detroit got hot, Detroit and sport, out better as sports. Detroit and everybody locker room. Yeah, we gotta get good. No, we got K. We gotta get good. No, what up, K? So when would you say yourself you jumped off the court? It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? I don't think it's good to be running around doing dumb shit. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. So you know what I'm saying? I've been off the porch. I've been focused on bettering. You know what I'm saying? It's always been looking, I've always been looking at shit that I saw other people that look like me attain. So I felt it was attainable. So I just, I've been off the porch. It was, you know, before high school really, it's just, you getting into shit because shit is there. You know what I'm saying? That's real. So when would you say you started making music? My daddy was a rapper. I had a notebook full of raps when I was 10. When I was eight, I had notebooks full of raps. And I, and I, and I, you know, I be, I be looking at some people that I know probably like just started rapping yesterday and pop and I be like, that is some dope shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for yeah. a nigga that been rapping forever, like everybody in my life that know me, since they know me, I've been rapping. And, and they'd be like, I, I see people, just, the internet just made it be like, anybody, you wanna rap, you wanna rap, you wanna rap. Come on. 
I like it. I love it. I love where the, the rap scene that, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's beautiful. That's real. So what would you say about music? What motivated you to make music for yourself? I just always, I don't know, man. It might be, it might be hereditary. Yeah. My daughter will play an eight count for you right now. She five. That shit be tripping me out. You know what I'm saying? She, she know how to count bars already. That shit be tripping me out. So I don't know, I just always made music. It was always around. Yeah. And it was being done on a, on a large scale too. Like when I be telling people like my, my pops was in one of the biggest groups in Detroit, like that shit real. Like these niggas was sitting down with labels and everything. They was making me see that shit was attainable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And sign, deals, everything, you know? But I always just was into music. Like, I always was into music. That's wrong. So who would you list as your musical influences? <laughs> the biggest rock bottom. <laughs> rock bottom entertainment. I was in the studio. I was in a million dollar studio when I was 13 years old to 14 years old. I was in a eight years old. What am I talking about? Nine years old. I was in the million dollar studio watching a real producer produce a real group of the coldest rappers that I ever heard. Niggas still cold right now. I've been, yeah. I've been really riding around banging that shit, Alligator City all week, for real. That's hard. So what was it about Rock Bottom that just meant so much, besides your father being a part of the group? It was, it was really good music. You know what I'm saying? And I'm into music already. Like, and not only I'm tied into this group. These niggas cold. Like they, I'm learning. Like this, my like these niggas is my Jay Z's, my Nas is my. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I'm looking at it. And it's like I want, I want to be better than all of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they gonna get it. They gonna do their deal or whatever they gonna do. And then I'm gonna do even something. They gonna, they gonna lead the path for me to be able to, you know, reach, them. reach whatever. No, that's real. So when would you say you decided to take it serious? It's been serious. Yeah. Rapping is real for me. This is my life. I'm talking about when was that switch though, gang? Like when was like, you know what? Hitting the ground running with. Like, bro, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting. It's been on. Yeah. I've been real rapping, bro. Like you see me battle rap now. Yeah. Nigga, I've been, in in sixth grade with real battles fights over this yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying okay. like this is serious yeah. <laughs> like, like i don't know a, a lot of you know a, a 12 year old i wasn't a regular 12 year old bro <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying i was with i was with all the I was with grown men, basically. I'm, right, I'm walking around with 17, 18. That's my crowd, you know what I'm saying, at that time. And I'm fucking niggas up rapping. Like, yeah. I was, I, it was serious. <laughs> when was your first battle? My first, like some, 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 a professional battle? Nah, let's say like, let's take it from when you were first battling on the block to two professional. My first battle was probably 
man. I know I battled, I battled clean paper when we was young as hell. I battled cash eating when I was about, I don't know, about 14, something like that. Like a real battle. Like niggas there, money on the floor, we outside, niggas got pistols everywhere. Like about 14, me and cash eating. It's my nigga to this day too. That's hard. But battle him on, on, on the block. On Plymouth, no, on on West Chicago, between West Chicago and Plymouth, and uh, I think on Matros. Niggas from the hood know what I'm talking about, and we was out there. It was niggas was deep out there. That was a classic battle at like 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. So up until that point, what would you say was your first professional battle? First professional battle was probably um, on grind time against this nigga named B Silver. Um, that was probably 2010. Yeah, like 2010. Lights with the lights and the camera and everything. Did that yes. change your perspective of how big battle rap was? No, that ain't that ain't changing yet. I, I knew what was I, I I thought I knew what was going on at that point. But I ain't know what was going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going in there happy to rap. Yeah. I'm young. I'm got no kid. Um, you know what I'm saying? But then it was like <clears throat> um fucking niggas up. I'm 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 driving myself to these battles, even though they professional. I ain't getting paid or nothing. I don't know nothing about no money. I don't know nobody getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> really? To keep it a hundred. Yeah. I don't even know what that's going on. Yeah. I'm getting my niggas on the road. We driving all the way to New York to do a battle. Just cause we look, that's how serious it is. That's what I meant. Yeah. Like that's, we, it's so serious. We pulling up, paying for our own room, everything. Cause we want to fuck dog up on yeah. y'all little platform in here. What's going on? <laughs> we here. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I still, you know what I'm saying? It was just a, it was like, all right, but these dudes over here on grind time, they rap a little different than where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna try to go and see what I could do over in the little smack shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause they shit popping, and that's smack. Smack been popping forever. Like, I I grew up on smack DVDs. Yeah. I always said I fucked them niggas up. Like that's what I used to always think. But I ain't, I got an opportunity though to really go fuck them niggas up. Let's go. <laughs> and I start fucking them niggas up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you get your first smack invite? Um when I um they did they did an event. Alright, so I was already like I was already a popular nigga, bro. Like before I was battle rapping on some professional shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I was a super popular nigga, so they did this little event called the Midwest Massacre, and it was in St. Louis. And I'm already kind of like tied in through like Big Proof and Bizarre. Like my cousin, my blood cousin is conniving from D12. That's my real cousin. So like Proof and Bizarre and my pops and Proof is already cool. Like 
X Factor, that's the same umbrella, Midwest Miles, under Bazaar. Boom, put a call in, hey, you wanna do this? Hell yeah, I wanna do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pull up, what up? Yeah. And then they gave me a nigga that I knew at this point, and it's on Smack, like, you got Young Ill. First they told me, they like, you got Remedy. I'm like, I don't know who that is, I don't know. And then I looked him up, I'm like, he ain't. And then X-Factor, like, I'll take Remedy. You get Young Ill. I'm like, hell yeah, that's the coldest nigga out there. I know they gonna think I'ma lose. Come yeah. on, I want the high expectations. Come on. And Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We got out there and I put on a classic. No rap. Really fucked him up though, but <laughs> he got some classic shit off with the uh with one of his lines in that battle. It was classic. So it was safe to say you exceeded expectations at that battle. For sure. They thought I was gonna die. Yeah. A little skinny nigga coming in here. Who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> this nigga from Detroit. Yeah, all right. Young Eel, a damn near a star already. You know what I'm saying? That's why he hit me with the, who is this nigga? Nobody had heard of me out in St. Louis. Got on his ass though. That's real. And then I, that's when I realized like, oh shit, they, they paid them. Cause now I'm on the inside. It's a group. Now X Factor, Miles, you know what I'm saying? These my people. Y'all getting paid to do this? Hold on, wait, <laughs> what's going on? I just, I just paid to do this. Y'all got paid to do this? Yeah. All right. Beautiful. I'm glad y'all got paid. But now I know I got to figure out a way to monetize the situation. You know what I'm saying? I'm still young, though, so I still want to fuck them niggas up. But damn, can I get a flight? Can I get a room? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's where, that's where the mental was going. You know? And then it just went from there, and it just it kept going up. Like, it, it went from a flight to a room to 1500 to, hey, I got 4,500 if you do. And it's like, all right. And the numbers just kept going up. And now we in, 20, we in 2022. And I guess the cost of living is where the battle rap at. <laughs> that shit went up. <laughs> I feel that. They dropped, you know, I don't know. Pandemic or something. Bring That's Trump real. back or something, I don't know. So let's talk about the famous Loaded Lux battle, right? Hmm? Did they really piss you off that bro brought a casket up? Uh, it was more like, I see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Somebody over in his crowd said, act, act like you know where you at. Don't disrespect you. Act like you ain't at home or something like that. That's what pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? I respected the whole presentation of the, you know, it was more with, the company. Oh, y'all gonna tell me y'all ain't know a whole funeral was about to cover this bitch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't know that. Y'all niggas can't even clear the stage yeah. to get to the next battle, but y'all cleared the whole crowd for a whole funeral to cover this bitch. Yeah, somebody do something. <laughs> you know, so I made them, um, you know, I, I, I feel like it taught me a lot about business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I don't never, I don't never lose, bro. I just, I, I learn a lesson or I win. And I learned so much about business from that, bro, to where 
is the biggest battle in the world to me. Yeah. I feel like I can honestly say that. Like, <clears throat> a lot of people can't say shit like that. Like, I feel like I, that's the biggest battle ever. Nah, no, that's real. So how does it feel to know that you get support from one of the biggest rappers in this shit? Drake be always showing you love. Man, it's, Drake is, Drake is a, I don't know, man. Drake is, Drake too good, man. I don't know what, I don't know. The boy got the Midas touch, man. He just show love to everybody. He just help people. He just, I don't know, bro. This nigga Drake is, say, he said he live in heaven on earth. <laughs> I don't know what role he playing, <laughs> but Drake is a phenomenal dude, bro. And he show love to, he always show love to the battle rappers, you know what I'm saying? And he always, he always made sure he let niggas know that, you know, don't think I'm this or that. I think I was, I'm a fan of you. I was watching you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that's, that's the dopest shit to me, you know what I'm saying? To still be in touch. That's dope. Yeah. And he showed love for that Drake card, you know. That was, we had a, a good time for his birthday. That was real. How did it feel to be a part of such a legendary card? It was beautiful, bro. It felt right, though. I ain't gonna lie. It felt right. It felt like, like, man, y'all, come on, man. This legendary. Like, you gotta have the legends. And it was right. Felt like it was perfect. That's real shit. So when did you notice that you was beating the odds that battle rappers can't make good music? Man, it goes back to, I'm not really surprised. I've been in the studio watching this, seeing this done professionally since a kid. So it don't, I'm more producer than rapper. You know what I'm saying? So it don't, it don't make me, it don't, it don't surprise me when I go and listen to their raps or listen to their music. And it, well, niggas is getting better though. I will say that, but like when I first started, like it was bad. Like I even was trying to show love. Like, no, niggas, battle rappers can make music. And then I'll go listen and I, it'll be like, damn, this shit bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's bad, bad. It's yeah. no structure. It's no, what is it, what is it you talk about? And, it's, it's getting a little better, but I just always felt like I had a, a head start on them in that. Like, but you know, I I, I, just, I just see how lucrative battle rap is, and and I and I'm a competitor at heart. You know what I'm saying? So it just be like I could love I love music already, and I, I'm a competitor and I can rap, so I can go make money and compete. Like, this is a no-brainer. No rap. That's real. So what else would you say you're working on right now? Um, I'm working on um, uh, I'm working on um, uh, an album for Two Strap. Two-Strap Ted's free Two-Strap, man. Working on a, um, an album for him. He'll be home soon. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on a clothing line. And um, a hookah store. So you're gonna be selling hookahs? Yeah, like hookah to go. Yeah. Not like a lounge or nothing. <laughs> For real. For real. Just hookah to go. That's real. Any last words and shout outs? Uh, 
Shout out everybody, man. I love y'all, bro. I'm high. I ain't about to miss out on nobody, bro. <laughs> Shout out my mama. For sure, man. Shout out Calico, man. We appreciate having you on the porch with us today, gang. Appreciate you, man. For the show. Cry to me, say you get booked for crumbs. And my era smack call like fly to me if you want to buzz. But I did hit that road and nigga getting crushed. New York was. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.